Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Rams Showcase tonight. The Rams have one quarter left of the season. How will they finish? Plus, the playoff race is heating up. We give you the latest standings. And later, the Rams look to take out the Patriots for the first time in a long time. We preview Pats at Rams next on Rams Showcase. Welcome to Rams Showcase on Sports War Radio. What's going on, Rams fans, and welcome back to Rams Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. I'm your host, Joe Branham, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags, laying down the law for you guys tonight. Cool show. We got Rams and Patriots on a short week. That's why you're seeing me maybe a little bit earlier than you're used to, which is a good thing for your ear balls and your eye holes coming right into your head. So... We're going to be talking about this stuff. Of course, we're talking Rams and Patriots. We're going to get the, the, the three-quarter breakdown for you guys. I keep looking at my light, by the way, because it's almost caught on fire before I start recording. So uh, if there's like a weird cut, that's what happened. So we uh, probably some pretty cool lighting coming at me, though. I don't know. We'll see what happens, I guess. Uh, we'll get into the standings as well. And then uh, we do have a couple of transactions to discuss. Nothing too wild for you guys. And then Rams and Patriots. Uh, long history on that one. And, uh, spoiler alert, it's not that cool for the Rams. It's been quite a while since the Rams have defeated the Patriots. So we'll talk about that as well. But we'll go ahead and get started. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Let's, uh, go ahead and hop right in. Uh, we got the three-quarter breakdown. One quarter of the season is left. That is all we have left of the regular season. Uh, good news for Rams fans is it looks like, according to uh, certain statistical uh, things, I, guess, I don't know, uh, either way, according to some statistics that are out there in the world, uh, the Rams are looking at a 99% chance to make the postseason, which is pretty good odds, honestly, if you ask me. I'll take 99%. That's a lot better than the, uh, than like, what is it, like, 12% or something that the Niners are looking at. Everybody's still all worried about the 49ers. Don't get it. Don't get it. Um, let's see. Let's go, uh, let's go ahead and talk about it though. We got, uh, the three, we have one quarter left. So we've gotten through three quarters of the 2020 NFL season, which has been the most ridiculous season that I can remember in my entire life. And we've seen Monday night games, Tuesday games. We got a game. Uh, this is Tuesday today that I'm recording this. We have a game kicking off in about, uh, was that 15 minutes or so from when I'm recording this? I don't know. Can you guys see my watch? Tell me. You can let me know. Um, so we're, we're getting close, though. 
And uh, Des Bryant has officially tested positive. That is a kind of a weird story that's unfolding. But either way, we've got Wednesday. We've had Wednesday football. We, of course, had Thursday football. By the end of the season, we'll have Friday and Saturday football. So we will have, at the end of this season, at least one game on every single day of the week, which is pretty okay with me, honestly. The more NFL that I can get into my face, the better. All right, I love the NFL. I'm obviously a Rams fan, if you guys could not tell. I am a big Rams fan, and I also am a huge fan of just the sport itself. Not only the sport of football, but the NFL in general. Big fan, big fan of uh, the NFL, and uh, I hope it sticks around for quite some time. I was a fan of the AAF. That did not stick around for a long time. Uh, The XFL, that'll be coming back. I did not start watching that one, and I think I was just a little bit bitter because the AAF came out, and there was no Colorado teams, and then the XFL also did not. They shut off Colorado as well. Kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. So let's talk about three quarters of the way through the season. And we're going to be talking about where these guys are at now, as well as what they're on pace for. We're not going to take too much time on this because a lot of the information that you'll be seeing will be just available on your screen, which is easy enough for you guys. All right. So let's take a look at it. Uh, Jared Goff, you can see on your screen right now, uh, he is on pace for almost uh, 4,500 yards, 23 touchdown passes, and 13 interceptions. I don't know about you guys at home. Those numbers don't feel that bad to me. I don't know if I'm alone there, uh, but to me, that's a pretty Jared Goffy uh, stat line, honestly. Uh, 13 picks, that's maybe a little bit more than I would like to see, uh, but he's also had a couple of stretches where it was a little bit bad as far as the interceptions go, the turnovers go. 23 touchdowns, though. That's also a little bit on the low side, uh, in my opinion. Whoa. <laughs> At least it wasn't a fire. All right. We got, uh, there's no smoke coming out yet. We're doing all right. All right. So, uh, 23 is a little bit, I would like to see a little bit more than that, but Hey, what can you do? Uh, Jared Goff though, I think he's doing his part for this offense. Let's take a look at the running game. Uh, Cam Akers first, uh, on pace for 476 yards, three touchdowns, solid rookie season, but nothing too amazing. It's not anything that, uh, that, you know, we're going to look back on and say, this is one of the better rookie campaigns for a running back in Rams history because that is definitely not the case Rams though have had some absolutely incredible running backs uh, especially rookie seasons have been awesome uh, it, long, length of careers has been awesome for the Rams running backs uh, so Cam Akers will see if he can hit that as far as the length goes uh, but right now he's uh, he's on pace to have like a pretty standard in my opinion uh, rookie season as a running back. So let's take a look at Daryl Henderson, who has been really the bright spot on the on the ground game. I thought it was going to be Malcolm Brown. I don't want to say bright spot. That's I don't know if that's necessarily the right words, uh, but he's definitely been the uh, the most effective running back of the three uh, that the Rams do have. So he is on pace for 745 yards and seven rushing touchdowns. Did have a long run uh, this past week, uh, which was. Uh, that was a fun one to watch, actually, this last game. That was a, I had a lot of fun watching that one, that game against the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, it seems like the Rams just, they kind of, they play the hell out of the Cardinals. And uh, Sean McVay now 7-0 against Arizona. We'll get into them again later on, though, when we play them again. Let's take a look at the air attack here. We already looked at Jared Goff, but Robert Woods is on pace for a little over 1,000 yards and almost 100 receptions. So uh, Robert Woods... I feel like that's right in line for Robert Woods. That doesn't shock anybody, but it also doesn't disappoint anybody. If you can get over a thousand yards from your receivers, you're doing fine, especially when you can do it on multiple people 
such as this next guy, wide receiver Cooper Cup, who is also on pace for over 1,000 yards and just barely under 100 receptions. So uh, both of these wide receivers looking really awesome. I know that we lost, uh, you know, the 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 Brandon Cooks stretcher of the field. We lost that aspect of our, of the offense, but I think overall this uh, this offensive unit has been doing fine in the passing game. But that is an element that I think is missing uh, is the is the ability to just send somebody, just launch them deep, just let them go and 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 open up that field a little bit, stretch it out just a touch. So uh, that is something that we're missing. I think that that will be addressed this offseason, but we don't need to talk about offseason right now because we're about to get playoffs after these next four games, which is great news for us. Tyler Higby through the air as well. He's on pace for 465 touchdowns, but I wanted to call this out. I wanted to remind everybody that last year in the final four games of the season is where Higby did his damage. That is exactly where he did his damage. He absolutely exploded. Uh, I don't have, I, I forgot to write down the exact numbers, but it's like right in line with what he's on pace for right now for the entire season. In fact, in those final four games last year, he had basically taken his entire career, thrown out all the averages, said, screw these averages and crushed it for the last four games. So will he do that again this season? We'll just have to wait and watch, uh, which is always fun, watching Rams football. It's my favorite thing to do. Uh, Aaron Donald on the defensive side, he's on pace for 15 sacks. He is an obvious monster. You can see what he's done. Uh, we can all see what he's done. The guy is absolutely insane. He does all the things, and he does them really, really well. 15 sacks for Aaron Donald honestly feels low I that that to me it feels like it's a little bit low he's got he's at 11 right now uh so he is on pace uh for uh for the 15 like we had mentioned but I mean the dude is great and uh he is gonna be going into his 30s now it um it makes me a little sad <laughs> and this is something that I think I blocked out of my memory that I just blocked out of my brain uh is that I'm the same age as Aaron Donald like, we're not that far apart in age at all. Like, it's like a couple of months. So, he's 29, I'm 29. Uh, we took extremely different paths. Um, but other than that, we're built exactly the same, which is great news. <laughs> uh, but Aaron Donald, obviously, uh, he is one of the better uh, players that the Rams have ever seen. And especially along that defensive line. Uh, we've seen some good ones in the past, but nothing like this. This guy is absolutely insane. And uh, well on his way to a Hall of Fame career. A guy that is also looking to uh, maybe break into that HOF conversation is cornerback Jalen Ramsey, who is the highest paid corner in the NFL. He doesn't get tested very often. That's why the numbers that you see in front of you are, in my opinion, misleading. I don't think that, uh, that, that the, the numbers that you're seeing uh, are indicative of what Jalen Ramsey is all about and what he brings to this Rams defense because mainly he's just shutting off half the field and people aren't even testing him, uh, which is really fun. And Cliff Kingsbury last week, they, he had come out of halftime and he was like, hey, don't be afraid, Kyler, to throw at Jalen Ramsey. And my brain over here, my Ram fan brain was like, ha, 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 do it, test him. Like, let's go, <laughs> let's do this thing. And uh, it didn't really work out, but, you know, still played awesome. I mean, he held, it was... On DeAndre Hopkins alone, I think he gave up two catches for not a lot of yards. I think it was 18, maybe it was 28. I don't remember exactly, so I do apologize about that. Um, but it was very, very low as far as uh, Jalen Ramsey on DeAndre Hopkins. We just got to keep keep Ramsey on their best receiver, no matter who we're playing. That's just got to be a thing. Uh, let's see here. 
Now, that's all for the uh, for the quarter breakdown. Of course, the Rams are sitting at eight and four right now, so uh, the on paceness doesn't necessarily work for that record. <laughs> but uh, but the Rams are are looking like they can get to a, a strong ten wins, possibly eleven wins, uh, with these four games left at eight already. So of course the Rams can max out at a twelve and four record this year, uh, but also could uh, bottom out and go 8-8, eight and eight. but we are at least guaranteed to not have a losing season with that win over the Arizona Cardinals this past week. Uh, just a quick note, I did see, by the way, the football fan, if you are watching, which I'm sure you are, is that um, you, you commented and said to uh, keep this information in here, uh, and I already had it written down, but I do appreciate it. Now, feel free to drop any info that you think I should, I, that the world needs to know, that the other Rams fans need to know. Um, but uh, the custom thigh pads that we've seen, and this is actually, I, I was curious right away, and then I was also, I was like double curious because I saw that like not a lot of other teams are doing this, if any. I don't really recall seeing any other teams doing the custom thigh pads. Jalen Ramsey's got his logo on his thigh pads. Uh, you know, guys like uh, like Morgan Fox got a 97 on his, like stuff like that. It's really cool to see. That was actually a gift from Rams defensive lineman Michael Brockers. Uh, which is really cool stuff. Um, who was it that said it? Well, I think it was Samson Abukam, which, by the way, why can no commentator get that name right? It's Samson Abukam. Just say his name right. Abukam. Very simple name. Um, it, it, the Rams have had much more difficult names that people have done fine with. Pisatina Wisamoa, Oshimago Atagwe, Michael Huma Nawanui. Either way, Samson Abukam. Uh, he did, uh, I, I believe it was Abukam, who who was the one that did a, a press conference. He was answering some questions, and he let the world know, or Serena Morales know, <laughs> that Michael Brockers is the one responsible for those sick thigh pads that are custom, custom made. Really cool stuff, actually. I really like the way those look. Let's take a look at the standings, as you can see. Uh, on your screen here, the LA Rams have taken back first place with a huge win. Uh, over the Seattle Seahawks for the New York Giants last week. Very, very big, very big win for the Giants on that one. I do appreciate it. Every single NFC West team is 2-2 two and two in the division. The Rams play at Arizona and uh, at home against the Seahawks. Uh, those are their two remaining division games. Uh, Seahawks are versus the Rams and at the Niners. Arizona's versus the Niners and at the Rams. And then, of course, San Fran is at Arizona and then at home against Seattle Seahawks. But... Uh, the 49ers, they're looking, they're in a position right now where if they lose one more game, they cannot defeat the Rams. So if they lose another game, uh, they are out of the running for, uh, for the NFC West. The Rams can pretty much, uh, they can not lock up the division because of course it being only two games ahead of the Arizona Cardinals, but currently tied with the Seattle Seahawks, the Rams do still control their own destiny, which is always awesome. Uh, but as far as uh, the, the standings go right now, this is probably going to go to week 17 to see who wins this division, I would have to guess. At the very earliest, I would say we'll, we'll know in week 16, but I think that that would include maybe Seattle dropping another one, the Rams winning out, and then defeating Seattle a second time. Let's go to the playoff race. New Orleans Saints are at uh, the number one spot still at 10-2. and two. They are on the road at the Eagles. The Packers at number two at nine and three. They are on. Uh, they are on the road as well. Division game for them at the Detroit Lions, who are coming off of a, a pretty exciting win over the Chicago Bears. Your L.A. Rams are eight and four. 
uh, hosting the New England Patriots, who are coming off of a huge 45-0 win at SoFi Stadium. So we cannot let them become the third NFL team to have multi-wins at SoFi Stadium. we got to put a stop to that right now. The New York Giants coming off of a big win over the Seattle Seahawks. They host the Arizona Cardinals. Seattle is 8-4. and four. They host the New York Jets, who seriously should have had that game. Uh, Greg Williams, he may have had his last play of his coaching career be an all-out blitz on a Hail Mary situation, which is the most Greg Williams way to end a game slash season slash possible career. And the 6-7 and seven team, the Bucks and Vikings, will play each other uh, this week, and that will be played in Tampa Bay. So very exciting stuff. Uh, this is absolutely heating up. The Rams keep bouncing back and forth, whether they're a division leader and then they're back down. Uh, so we'll have to see how it unfolds. But I'm feeling good, guys. I'm feeling real good. All right. So the Patriots this week, that's going to be a tough one, of course. And then we're going to have to play Arizona again. We got Seattle again. And then the Jets uh, is going to be the next game after this uh, Patriots game. Uh, that one's going to I feel good about that one. I like to think that we can feel good about that one. That one to me. I, I know that I had said in the past that the the 49ers game was one that I felt that the Rams could possibly get a shutout in. I was way wrong on that one. Not only did they not get a shutout, they didn't win. Uh, but I think that uh, that the the Jets is a team that very well could get shut out by the Rams. I mean, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, that that's a, that's a good candidate. And the best candidate on the remainder of the schedule for surezies. Let's take a look at some transactions quick before we get to the game preview. The Rams waived linebacker Ja'Kai Polite. He cleared waivers and has been signed to the practice squad. Safety J.R. Reed has been signed from the practice squad to the active roster. So he will be available on Thursday. I don't know if he will be active or not, but either way, the Rams do have access to him. But I think we need to get into this game preview. Yeah. All right. I don't know why I do that stuff. It just makes my editing more difficult. Whatever. It works. Let's see. New England Patriots at the LA Rams. This game kicks off at 5.20 p.m. on Fox. The NFL Network and ESPN. Joe Buck and Chris Collinsworth will be on the call. The Rams are favored in this game by six points. The over-under is at 45. I'm taking under all day. Already have money on it. I saw that over under and I was like, that's going to be under for sure. I, I I feel really confident that that's going to be under. I realize that the Patriots themselves put up 45 points last week. Not going to happen this week. Not going to happen. All right. And first of all, how do you win 45 to zero when you have 130 passing yards in the whole game between two guys? What? What do you what? All right. So I'm taking under all day. I've got money on it already. I um, uh, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your money, but uh, do whatever you want. But if you guys want to follow the Sheriff Joe Bag's footsteps, then uh, you will put some money on uh, the under on that one. Well, let's see. Let's take a look at some game notes in this one. The Rams are four and one at home this year. The Patriots are two and four on the road. Forty-five to nothing win for the char or for the for the Patriots last week over the L.A. Chargers, and it's kind of a bummer because the Patriots had less travel in a game across the country from their home city and uh, from their home stadium. They didn't have to travel. The Rams did. Rams were in Arizona. Uh, Patriots stayed in, in L.A. That's not supposed to happen. You weren't supposed to stay in a city uh, just, you know, when 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 it was convenient. The Rams had to go, you know, to Washington, then to Buffalo, like all that stuff. and had to come all the way home for that. But because of the short week and they're the Patriots, the NFL uh, let them do it. So 
they had less travel than the Rams this week uh, for a Rams home game, which is bananas. Let's see. Uh, the the Patriots would become the third NFL team to have multi-wins outside uh, in in SoFi Stadium, the first not-LA team to have multiple wins in SoFi Stadium, so we don't want that to happen. And uh, the Patriots are now one of seven teams to win a game at SoFi Stadium. Rams and Chargers are included in that. Um, unfortunately, the 49ers are included in that. And then the rest of that is thanks to the Chargers. So <laughs> the Chargers have given up a lot of wins, not just at SoFi, but elsewhere as well. So, you know, we got that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's. Uh, the only AFC teams that Sean McVay has not defeated. There's five of them, all right? So uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore Ravens, Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, and New England Patriots. So that's unfortunate. The Patriots, of course, did defeat uh, the the L.A. Rams in the Super Bowl uh, just a couple of years ago. It's February 3rd, which is also the date that the Rams and Patriots played their first Super Bowl against each other. It has not gone well each day. February 3rd is a day that I, I like to think is pretty cool. But uh, when it comes to this, not so much. Let's take a look at the matchup. Uh, so uh, these were recorded, though, by the way. Uh, there is still a game happening. It's happening right now, I believe. Yes, it should be at least kicking off right about now. Uh, so the, some of the rankings might be a little bit different than what you know of when you're maybe seeing this. Uh, but the, the actual, the averages are correct. So let's take a look at it. Rams are fourth in offense right now, putting up over 400 yards. Top 10 defense for the New England Patriots, though. The Rams are doing an awesome job through the air, 271. And the the Patriots about middle of the road there. Uh, running a, running the football, both of these teams are pretty good running the Rock. Uh, 124 for the Rams, tied for eighth, and then uh, the Patriots are 18th. And then the Rams definitely boosted up their uh, average as far as points go, up to 25.1. And that is 17th still, so not doing, uh, still sitting about the middle of the pack. Uh, my best matchup in this one, I'm going to go with Jared Goff versus that six-man front. I feel real confident that that's what we're going to see this week. We already saw it from Brian Flores earlier this year against when the Rams played the Miami Dolphins. That's exactly what we saw. And Jared Goff is still having a hard time for that. So that is what stopped the Rams high-flying offense in the Super Bowl which was an amazing offensive year where the Rams only were able to put up three points in that Super Bowl. So that's very unfortunate there. But I am expecting it to happen in this game. We'll see how Jared Goff can can uh, can circumvent that. All right. So uh, you know we have to we have to expect it again, considering that we've already seen it work for the Dolphins this year. Uh, you would think that maybe after all this time that uh, that that maybe that adjustment would have been made, but it has not clearly. Um, so maybe it has now. We'll we'll see, I guess. Uh, so how will McVeigh respond? How will Jared Goff respond? That's kind of what we're waiting for. That's kind of what I'm sitting here just anticipating is how how is this going to be defeated? Is is Sean McVeigh, I hope he's sitting there right now thinking of ways that he can defeat this and, th- and thinking up some plays of how to uh, how how to avoid that problem of that six man front and those heavy blitzes that um, that I'm sure we'll see. Let's take a look at the other side of the football here. We got the Rams defense taking on the Patriots offense. Uh, Patriots offense uh, not super amazing as far as the averages go, but also they are not throwing the ball at all. They're very high up on the list as far as running goes. But the Rams are second in total defense, third against the pass, third against the run, giving up under a hundred rushing yards per game, just ninety three point one. So Looking really awesome there. And then uh, the Rams did 
barely jump up over give, giving up over 20 points a game. They were sitting below that 20 point mark for quite some time. I, I kept mentioning that. And that's the only reason I bring that up now is I kept mentioning that uh, that giving up under 20 points a game in today's NFL is absolutely bananas. Uh, uh, we're back over that. We'll see what happens as far as this week. We might be able to knock that down a little bit. Hopefully uh, this week and then the game against the Jets, we can uh, bump that number back down a little bit and uh, maybe improve some of these rankings. The best matchup I have in this one is going to be that Rams front versus the Patriots rushing attack. So that's uh, that's really where the Patriots are strong is running the football. We had just seen they are third in the NFL in running. So uh, Cam Newton is also tied for third in the league in rushing touchdowns, even with a 45 to nothing win over the Chargers last week, Newton only threw for 69 yards. So I think that the the front is going to be the biggest issue there. Uh, Cam, I mean his his accuracy doesn't look amazing. He doesn't really have any weapons, so I am not worried about our secondary. You know, with Jalen Ramsey, Troy Hill, Darius Williams, John Johnson. Uh, you know, uh, Fuller, Jordan Fuller. Uh, I, I'm not worried about that part. What I am worried about is the is the front and those linebackers. You know, Troy Reader, Kenny Young. Are they going to be able to stuff those gaps and and stop this rushing attack? Uh, Stidham had uh, 61 passing yards. Cam Newton had 69. Uh, nice, which is uh, <laughs> uh, but Stidham at, at the 61. So they they did uh, flip flop a little bit. Stidham had far less attempts though than uh, than than Cam Newton did. The Rams are third against the run, and uh, lack of weapons, like I had mentioned, should force them to kind of run the ball. And if Bill Belichick is who we think he is, which he is who he think he is, uh, then he's gonna he's gonna use he's not gonna try to attack your strengths, which is the Rams secondary. So I'm expecting a pretty run heavy day out of the New England Patriots in this one. This is a new little section that I'm adding here. And uh, it's very simple. This is how the Rams can win, how the Rams can lose. All right. So I took some notes here. Uh, this is just, in my opinion, what I think will happen if the Rams lose. If I th- if they win, they, like they, you get it. All right. You get it. You guys are smart people. If you guys are watching me, you guys are absolute geniuses because you found this, uh, which is one of the coolest shows that you'll ever see. And uh, here we go. So how to win. Winning this game will come down to time of possession, keeping drives alive, avoiding mistakes, all the basic stuff. That is all normal things that of how you can win this game. Uh, but if Jared Goff comes out and has another zero turnover game and we keep third downs short and can convert those, I think that the Rams win this game. I think that the Rams need to control the game, not exactly just light it up and try to bomb them deep and, and all that stuff. I think we need to keep the football as long as possible. All right, that's going to be the key in this one. So getting those positive yardages on first and second down, making third down manageable so we don't see, you know, third and 11 wide receiver screens all day long. That's not going to get it done against this uh, Patriots team. So how the Rams, how to lose this game. If Jared Goff gets back to uh, making some silly mistakes or the Patriots just prevent the Rams from moving the football on first and second down, that's going to make it a very long day for the Rams. This team is second in uh, total defense in the league. Uh, or on third down. So they're second on third down in the entire NFL. They are going to need to force the Patriots to punt that football. Uh, Give Jared Goff as many opportunities as possible. So if they can't do that, if they can't get off the field on third down, it could be a long day. That's that's really all it comes down to. It's I mean, that's simple stuff, though. I mean, that's just football. You know what I mean? Uh, Give your give your team as many opportunities as to, to move the football down the field and score and, and limit their ability to do it. So if, you, if you're holding on to the football, 
and forcing them to punt, you're looking good. That's just football, all right? Let's take a look at the history of this matchup before we get into I have one fan queso for you guys, uh, so we'll get into that after uh, we take a look at the history. The Patriots do lead the all-time series in this one, 9-5. and five. The Patriots have won the last six against the Rams, which is uh, rough, especially when it's an AFC team. The most recent game between these two was Super Bowl 53. The Patriots took that one 13-3. It was a sad day for many of us. I shared my reaction videos to that one. Uh, I I shared the reaction to the Rams getting to the Super Bowl, and I'm pretty sure I shared the one of... uh, of us just sitting there really sad watching watching the uh, the Patriots win that game. Um, I, I mean, you got to take the good with the bad. So I, I felt like I had to share both. So uh, Rams went to that Super Bowl, did not perform as uh, we wanted to. The first ever game between these two came on September 29th of 1974. The New England Patriots took that one 20-14. The last time the Rams won in this series was on November 18th of 2001. That was a 17 to 24 victory for the LA Rams, and uh, well, at the time it was St. Louis Rams. Uh, the and uh, total points scored in this series, the Patriots have put up 307 on the Rams. The Rams have put up 235 against the New England Patriots, uh, which is going to be an awesome game. I'm really excited about this one, actually. Well, let's take a look at our fan queso. This one comes from the football fan, who's got an awesome YouTube channel, by the way. I want to shout you out, man. Um, I'm sure there's a comment. If you're on YouTube, I am very confident that there's a comment from this gentleman, the football fan, who's got a picture of Robert Woods wearing a Santa hat. Very classy stuff there. I love it. I've got my Santa hat uh, right here. And make sure you guys subscribe to him. Shoot him a subscribe. Shoot him some likes. All that good stuff. Uh, awesome channel over there. Uh, as well. A little different than what we do over here at Ram Showcase. We do uh, fewer videos over here, uh, but hey man, loving what you're doing over there. I am watching your stuff, so uh, keep up the good work, dude. And uh, let's see, Fan Queso here. Do you think that Jordan Fuller is better at the, sa- at the safety position than John Johnson and Taylor Rapp? I would say or Taylor Rapp, because I think John Johnson is an incredible safety, so I wouldn't say that Jordan Fuller is better than John Johnson. John Johnson, he he seem he feels like he's having a down year, which is unfortunate for him because this really is a contract year for him, and I don't think he's coming back. So I think he just is losing himself a little bit of money. Um, but I think he's a he's an awesome safety. He's also coming off an injury, and I think that, that has something to do with it. Uh, is Jordan Fuller better than Taylor Rapp? Yeah, yeah, he is. I, I I would absolutely venture to say that Jordan Fuller is better than Taylor Rapp. Rapp just doesn't seem to be. I don't know, man. There's just there, there's there's something missing from his game, and I can't necessarily pinpoint it. If you guys can, please comment it below because I want to know what you guys think as well. Um, let me know what you guys think of Taylor Rapp. I I like Taylor Rapp. He's just a little risky, gets out of position sometimes, and he just doesn't have that 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 killer instinct that I want to see out of a safety. And I think Jordan Fuller might. I I don't know if we've won a hundred percent seen enough from Fuller to say that he's you know our our star safety of the future. But with him and Terrell Burgess coming in and both playing well, of course, Burgess is out uh, with an injury, but Fuller coming in plays awesome. That, I think, sealed the fate of John Johnson. I I think that because of that, you have to save that money uh, and you get pretty equal production. So uh, as much as a John Johnson fan as I am, I think that he's on his way out because you can replace that that production for a cheaper price uh, with uh, Jordan Fuller and Terrell Burgess coming in as rookies. Uh, as far as uh, the Taylor Rapp goes, though, I, I like Rapp. Uh, I want to see him improve. And I think that from last year to this year, I think he got a little bit worse. So we'll see what happens next year and see if he's able to turn that back around and uh, 
and really and shoot for the stars, you know what I mean? And uh, crush some souls at the safety position, which is all we want to see from our safeties as LA Rams fans. Thank you so much for the question. That's the only one I got for today. Uh, we did have one comment on my post, uh, but it was really from just a Steelers fan. He was like, how do you deal with losing? <laughs> I don't, I'm not used to this or whatever. He's being a tool. And I told him that uh, the, the 07 to 09 Rams era uh, made me pretty numb to losses. <laughs> so if you guys, if you guys want to say something to him, feel free to comment it. I'll uh, screenshot it and send it over to him. He's one of my good friends. He's a Steelers fan. Uh, but that is it for, uh, for me uh, here on Rams Showcase. Now I'm gonna uh, try to edit this video. I'm gonna try to watch some football. Let me check the score here real fast, uh, just to just to be a jerk. Oh, the Ravens are losing to the Dallas Cowboys right now. Uh, it is a three nothing. Um, so uh, yeah, Greg Zerline though he's uh, scoring some points out there in Dallas. My heart hurts for that because uh, our kickers uh, can't can't do it apparently. Was it the upright this time? Some it's, uh, it's always something with these kickers <laughs> this year. It's okay. Um, yeah, but make sure uh, you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That would be at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. You can be my friend as well. My name is Joe Ram. Uh, go ahead and add me as a friend on Facebook. It's just the internet. I don't care about it. Uh, I can just delete it if I want, or if you guys get too weird on me, I'll just delete my profile. <laughs> Which is totally fine with me. It's just the internet. It doesn't mean anything. Um, well, all right, that is it for me. I think I covered everything I wanted to cover. I'm pretty sure. I don't know why I'm looking around like there's going to be some Rams news on my desk. That's not how it works. Uh, whatever. You guys get get the idea. Follow the Rams Showcase on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook mainly though. Facebook mainly and uh, subscribe. I never tell you guys to subscribe, so do that as well. And uh, you can catch all of these sick vids every week. This is a year-round show, by the way, guys. We do this bad boy year-round. I typically take two weeks off. I didn't do it the bye week this year. Usually I take that week off. It just didn't work out this time because uh, we actually were halfway through the season at that point. And I usually take this, uh, the week after the Super Bowl. I take that one off just because there's typically nothing to talk about that week. Um, so those are my two weeks. 50 shows a, a, a year is what y'all can get out of this plane. So thank you guys so much for watching. I appreciate y'all more than you have more than you guys know, all right? Hope you guys are going to have a Merry Christmas um, or whatever you celebrate. I celebrate Christmas, so that's why I say it. Uh, say Happy Hanukkah to me if that's what you celebrate. That's cool. You're not going to hurt my feelings at all. Um, but thank you guys so much for watching. Sincerely appreciate it. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night.